Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We ship out to the Philippines this week with Salvador Calvos's 2016 Spanish-American War film, 1898, Our Last Men in the Philippines. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Hello. Mike B. Yes, sir. And Nate. Don't eat dogs. <laughs> so guys, what do you think? Don't eat dogs. I Period. Was, Fight so that me. That was the one thing I was one ex- <laughs> not expecting this film was all the fucking, like, you know, dogs in it. Like, between eating the, the one dog and then, oh, yeah, spoilers, by the way. Eating the one dog and then, like, <laughs> fucking stabbing the other one. I was like, uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's, Someone uh, doesn't like dogs, apparently. I, I, you know, I, I yeah. definitely gave some slices of ham to my little fucking snoring husband. Yeah, literally, I like, as I was like, I was doing this, I was like, I was giving, waiting for the text, Nate. I was waiting for the text. I was like, giving potato <laughs> chips to mine as as they ate the other one, so it's fine. Yeah, right. Um, well, the shooting the dog, whatever. I mean, you don't see it, but then it's just the next fucking shot is like fucking butcher table. Right? Like, wow. It's like that you know, wasn't a dog. Yes, it was. Bullshit. Well, whatever. Well, the no, little, whatever. No, not, I mean, no, one? not. No, I mean not really, but it's supposed to be the what little white dog. Yeah, whatever, whatever the stand-in was, but still, it was like it was, was just interesting. Nothing like a dog and everything like a rabbit. <laughs> I'm lucky that it's I because that's I don't what, know what they, the inside of a it, dog. It's is. probably because that's what they used for the movie. Yeah, hopefully yeah. that's what they used. Because if they <laughs> shot a if they shot that white terrier dog, I would be pissed. Yeah, if it was yeah. a movie made in the '60s, they would have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't see no animals, you know, harmed in the filming of this film, but I also don't speak Spanish. So yeah, right. who knows? Uh, but, uh, no habla español, mi estúpido. But <laughs> which yeah. shouldn't make sense by any means. <laughs> so yeah, Michael, what do you think, dude? What do I think? Um, I, I I didn't research anything about this movie, and I didn't uh, before or after. So um, perfect. Yeah. So it was kind of like this is this is interesting, but at the same time, it's like this feels like a lot of like. Like, they took a true story and, like, really twisted it. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's all completely accurate. I have no idea. But it seemed very, like, fabricated, if that makes sense. Like, like the, a lot the, of bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of bullshit. Like, the lieutenant guy, like, I was thinking, like, okay, that guy's probably based on a real guy, but everyone else is probably made up. He has a know? killer mustache, so he must be. He, he is, oh, yeah. He is yeah. Spanish Sean Connery. Yeah, I, <laughs> I loved it. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's all I was thinking every time he showed up. But uh, um, so it, it, there was some stuff in it that was kind of like, oh, that's that's kind of neat. You know, I kind of like the uh, the ask the concept of, you know, uh, isolated troops, you know, and they're they're trying to convince them to, hey, the war is over. This is, you know, and they're, you know, you hear about that, like with the Japanese soldier during World War Two and stuff like that. Um so I thought that was kind of interesting, but it just dragged on and on and on. And eventually I was like, okay, I'm over it. You know, I, I thought honestly, once he went away uh, and, you know, he came back eventually on the horse, I was like, okay, this is where the end of the movie is. But then it was like, holy shit, there's <laughs> like, you know, half an hour to go. And, uh, oh my God, he gets his arm chopped off. And it was like that guy. And yeah, that dude seemed very much like invented for the movie that, that made that like protagonist yeah, young guy. Um, so I didn't think it was terrible, but I was just like, this feels very movie-ish, if that's a criticism I can make. Uh, yeah. 
legit. No, I couldn't agree with you more, dude. Like, uh, I'll get into my feels about it soon, but uh, Nate, what do you think? Um, I mean, I share the same sentiment that Mike A says. It's way too fucking long. <laughs> um, it's interesting. I mean, like, I'm not gonna crap on it for like trying to like, you know wind itself into a plot that makes it to be two hours like i'm not gonna ding it for that i mean it's hard to keep uh a war like this interesting i feel like in the style that they did it so i feel like they have to meander like the way they did um no let me finish what i'm gonna say yeah i i am but (laughs) is that i i i i think i i i don't there seems to be a lot with, to me personally, you can see where um, budget got in the way of more advanced storytelling in this movie and where they decided to go instead of showing in more of the battle, let's just do sketches and let's do, <laughs> that, you know, ske- that part was really like, oh my right. God, to me, I like, was like, oof. <laughs> yeah. Like, 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 like sketch transitions, like not every movie needs to have all battle and don't get me wrong, but the way that it was kind of done is very much shows of a, of a under, I, I would say under budget for their ideas. I, I would say the exact that exact same thing during um, that montage. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, well, it's not just the montage, but, like, little things here and there. Um, I did think it was a um, a very interesting take to go that hard into the sickness, because I do believe that is a thing that you don't see that much in war films right. um, for long periods of time. And they did stretch that for the majority of the film. Or not yep. majority of the film, a good part of the film. Sorry, let me re- rephrase that. So I thought that was bold, and I thought that was very interesting. Um but yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah the the last like half hour you could just chop off. Forgive the pun, <laughs> like you know. Like, My arm hurts all of a sudden. Yeah. Ow! Yeah. My right arm above yeah. or below the elbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just I get it. It's 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 interesting, and and I I do I do I do applaud someone for trying to take a stab at an era like this this is not something you see in film that often right i will say that it's very interesting in that sense and i think that's what makes it it makes you want to continue watching it even though you want it to end at some points to least to me um but yeah um mike mike b is making faces over there so i'm gonna hand it off to him right when when you when you said that you can do this and like what the fuck did you say? Because I was like <laughs> vehemently disagreeing with you, but like now yeah. you said so much, I'm trying to like process. Remember okay. what it was, but it was like something about like you can do, you can portray this, and it's hard. Oh, you said something along the lines of like it's hard to make it like you know interesting because of this and that because of the battle. No, the siege Jedetville, right? Okay, small battle, very one, very small conflict in the world history. That film was fucking interesting. So. What you said after that was why I was like nodding and going, okay, yeah, because I might have said the wrong thing trying to get something else out, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And I the, do agree with you. You yes. could make this into a really cool movie. Correct. This era. Don't get me wrong. I do believe that. That's why I said not okay. really because it's okay. like, it's like, I, yes. Yeah. But then when you, when you <laughs> said that, you know, it's obvious that there was a budgetary issue and they just 
for whatever reason, didn't want to go as far into it to make it interesting and, and like really like captivating to the audience. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, he's redeemed himself. But like, <laughs> yeah, but when you said that, I was like, no, that's not true. Cause there's so many other films that have touched on like battles that nobody, let's be honest, nobody gives a fuck about them. Right. Yeah. But you make them, you make the audience give a fuck about it when you're watching it because it's so good. And that was one example that came to mind is it's like, yeah, this is an insignificant battle on the world stage. Really, it was. The Siege of Jadotville, right? I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. The Irish people would be like, it's Jadotville. And I'm just like, and then the Congolese that? are like, you fucking, you know, you're getting it wrong as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's, it's still like, that was, a, that was one hell of a really good depiction of a shitty situation where you, okay, that's, that's kind of where I got it. It was like, it's a siege. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. And so, yeah, you can actually make it better. But like these guys, we'll get into the technical shit later because I don't know shit about the uniforms and all that stuff, but we'll talk about some of the stuff that they definitely cut corners on. You mean that Mauser? You mean that Mauser's turn or kick back as much as blunderbusses do? It? No, yeah, it's like someone no, got hit with a cannonball. <laughs> it's worse than that when I tell you, but hey, we'll go into there, Brian. Right, yeah. Yeah, so you guys have all brought really good points. Um, and the really, I was going to bring this up later, but I think it's a good time to bring this up now. You know, it's very interesting to see how certain films are products of a certain brand of, what's the right word? Like, you know, like a BBC, they have a certain brand and bar to set, you know? Um, same thing in the West. Like Hollywood, you're expecting certain things. Now, when I watched this, the longer I watched it, one network came into mind telemundo <laughs> you know like it's very interesting it's very cultural it's very interesting oh my you know? god you said it out loud now yeah 100 yeah, like, yeah, you know, percent. Yeah. yeah yeah it's just it's a product of its own culture you know and mm. taking that into effect everything really makes sense like especially the sensational stuff like the fucking arm chopping off and stuff later on like you know that all falls into the okay like you know this is a, this is a fucking mexico city soap opera you know, just, just like what's yes. going on and everything. Mm-hmm. And it, it's funny, like a friend of mine, um, his grandmother actually was in the 50s. She was a Cuban TV star. And till the day she fucking died, she had that like Latino, like, you know, ness of that whole Telemundo yeah. aspect. That's That's been a very big thing and sensational, in yeah. the culture yep. forever, the sensationalization, you know, yep. forever. And that's what I see this movie as. And it's really sad to me. I mean, that's the cultural thing, whatever, you know. Because I really wanted to like this movie. I really thought it was... It's the only Spanish-American war movie made in the last 70 years. If you no, look at not. it, like, everything... Well, mo- well, most of them are from the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. From the no, uh, no, no, no. I don't remember. I don't oh, my research, Mike, I, that's what I found. Mike, Mike had suggested one... Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's, it's... That's... Yeah, I guess not Spanish-American war, per se. But I'm pretty sure it's 1899. Amigo. Oh yeah, that's that is based during the insurrection. But I, as far as I mean, like you know, Spanish American Spanish troops fighting American troops in the initial conflict. Yeah, like that, either in that, Cuba or right, Puerto Rico right or there. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. So, because yep. yeah, I looked into Amigo a little bit, and it's about like uh, yeah, it's it's based during the insurrection. But it, still, it's part year, of the war. Just for my sanity, what year was that based? 
because it I was eighteen ninety. It. it was eighteen ninety nine. Okay, yeah. But so, remember, December yeah. of eight of ninety eight. Yeah, is I when know. The I actual, know. yeah. Yep. So, so it's so, it's semantics, you know. No, According no, but, to these guys in the fucking church, it was <laughs> part of the war. You know, like, <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> but like no, I, I know what you're saying about but, the actual Spanish American War. Yeah, and like when, yeah, okay, okay, but like I, it was, was so close. That's that's the problem. Is yeah. Like, but yeah, you're correct. Like, I would love to see a fucking movie about like you know a Marines at Guantanamo Bay, or like the actual Rough Riders, <laughs> yes, or like Hill. the let's, actual let's, let's see you it. know Fire and Reddy Gringley. Like, there's so much amazing history from the Spain and War. You know, leaving all the politics out of it. Mm-hmm. And I do like the one point where they're in the film, like America is attacking us because they blamed us for us for blowing up a ship in Havana. <laughs> it's like you yes. know, it's like wait, what's going on here? You know, but to bring it back to my comment, like I just see the sensationalism from where it was made in the culture and stuff. And like, you know, I just, I really want a good Spanish American war movie. I think that would be really cool. And from the Spanish perspective, I don't give a fuck. I think that would just be really cool to watch. And it was just sad that like how this is shot beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, It was shot beautifully. The uniforms, I'm not the best on it, but they look really cool. It's that 1890s empire flair. Um, I love how the jungle is almost a character and how it encompasses everything. Like it really reminded me of, um, well, there's actually not a lot that, that does that, you know, in a way apocalypse now does like you're being swallowed by the river and stuff, but like, I don't know, but the jungle I thought was beautiful and how it was such a character. Like there's the one scene where like they're walking through and the camera, like, you know, goes through the pond, the fronds and everything. Like yeah. I thought that was really neat. This, and they also, they, sh- yeah, no, sorry. So I was just going to say the cinematography of fright, fright from like when it first started, I was, a lot of those like big crane shots and stuff like that were really cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. of, of the, the jungle. And I was like, wow, this looks amazing. It, it, once it, they got to the movie set, it felt very kind of set ish. But yeah, the, yeah, the actual jungle and stuff like that was photographed very well. Oh, yeah, it was awesome, you know. And I like how they chose a place, like, with a waterfall in the ocean where, like, when the ship arrives, you know where they are. Like, you know, they, they did a good job of showing and not telling and things like that. Um, and also, there were some great shots where, like, they're walking up the river and everything. First thing in my fucking mind was leeches. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like, yeah. Well, I was thinking, I'm like, Philippines. why the fuck would you walk in the river? But I don't know the SO. Like, it's I don't qu- know how they would do it. Like, I don't know how it's they quicker, would do it. It's quicker to yeah. travel up rivers in the jungle than it is to travel through thick jungle, depending on jungle. But then again, later in the film, they talk about crocodiles and like all this That's shit. What I mean. it's, like, like, it's a great shot. Yeah. But like, you know, yeah. And so then I, the, I, the upside I, down yeah. shot, too, is great, too. Later I, I just on. wish I would have known like what they would have actually done because I could comment on that further. But like, as far as nowadays, yeah, no way. You're skirting oh, along yeah. the side. Yeah. Which like, sucks, it, I, too, but, like, it's... Eh. The more memoirs you read about guys that fight in jungle environments, the more you realize to stay away from the rivers. Like, I have a great story from this guy in Vietnam where they were crossing through a fucking swamp, and uh, 20 minutes later, this guy goes to take a piss, and there's a fucking leech up his cock. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Yep. Yep. So, so he said, for the rest of our tour, every fucking guy, like, fucking taped up their shit. Yeah, fucking, nope. Uh, yeah, I'm no way. <laughs> yep. Like you know, you know, fucking. I wear condoms, two condoms for protection. You know, like. Yeah. So yes. when I saw that that shot, though, I'm just like, yeah, you're in the jungle. Like you know, there are horrible things here. Um, um so we got the movie pulled up here. That that whole thing when yeah. you said uh, about like Telemundo, like this yep. whole thing with this like temptress uh, <laughs> frolicking around singing and everything like that felt very much like that to me. Dude, you saw a nip. Oh, I yeah. don't know why I, why you're why you're why you're complaining. <laughs> <laughs> I did like how she's like, pay me, and he paid her. And then she like, he was like, well, this is what you paid me for. That <laughs> like was 10 fun. seconds yeah. of a song. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that's she good. Has, she has perfect teeth. Yeah. Right. Now, well, that's. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, that's now like, that we're on it, uh, 
Sorry, Mike. <clears throat> no, no, that's it. Oh, as I say, now that we're on it, so looking at this, I'm pretty sure the rifles are all cavalry models because they have turned oh down bolts and everything. Brian, Brian, it's even worse. Pause it, Nate. Because I have an eighteen, I have an eighteen ninety three. I saw dude. some cavalry looking. They look like Carcanos it's to not, me. It's not I cavalry. Have... Cavalry was the the fucking hill that Jesus. Are was we going to do this again oh every we time? Are. We are. Every it's time. So, it's cavalry. Cavalry, cavalry on so, horses. I was watching this with my actual original. I have a Boer War, uh, Ludwig Lowen Company, ninety three, straight ninety. Yeah, ninety three Mauser, and I was like, I'm pretty sure this is the exact same rifle that the Spanish it's infantry not. had. Well, they, they use the 93s. It's not. Well, the film is different, but the one, I mean, the one I have. In, in the film, okay, yes. Yeah, you, you so that's why I was that? like, they're definitely wrong. Yeah, we're here. So do you know what they're using in this film? If I had to guess, I would say Argentine Mausers. No, they're using Spanish 1916 Mausers. I was going to say, they oh, look the like, Ore- they, they look like the Spanish Orecchio ones. Orecchio or yeah. what? Oviedos, the, yeah. Uh, Oviedos, yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Yeah, look at the rear sight base, and they made very fucking few 1893 carbines. They made yeah. a lot of 1895 carbines in that year. Because the Boers got a bunch s- of the 95s. Right. The, the rear sight base, their Spanish 1916 Mauser rifles, their so, carbines. So, yeah. Let me ask, what would they what would, what would they be carrying then? They would have 1893s, most likely, okay. the long rifles. Even with Rangers or them being an elite unit, they'd have the 1893 Mauser rifle. And okay. so would yep. the Filipinos. They would have 1893 long rifles, Possibly some carbines, but the carbines were expensive and not as common, and they did not look like this. These are eighteen, or these are nineteen sixteen rifles. Okay, or car, I'm sorry, carbines. The uh, the the rebels are all armed with the same thing. Well, yeah, because they would they would yeah. kill these guys and capture them. Right, and, of course. Right, and so yeah, you had in this in this war, and then the Boer War. The the thing is, is like yeah. You know these European nations coming in with the Mauser <laughs> rifle. Sorry, sorry. Just that part yeah, the that's guy a got, nice eighteen eighty three. No, 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 no. I, I, watch, watch this stunt. One, two, three. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus. Got hit by a cannonball. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing I was going to bring up in the in the yeah, yeah, which is the guys getting blown back like they're getting hit with a fucking like eighty eight millimeter. Like it's like they yeah, it's like they got hit with buckshot from five <sighs> feet away. Dude, buckshot, they wouldn't blow back. <laughs> They'd just fucking be like, ah, and then fall. Right. It's like, that's it. But <laughs> Brian, yeah, Brian, um, I know you just got back. Did you see the, the hit back that we're talking about? Right there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Brian, your, your mic's turned off. Brian, yeah, you're your muted. mic's muted. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, it's, um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, the combat was so lacking. I was like, when it got to this point, and like they stacked the frames oh, yeah. of like a thousand people, I'm like, I'm like it looks so good, yeah. like they look great. Like there's cool stuff, and it's like that, you know. Yeah, and then they're like, then they're like retreat, and they're like close yep. the doors, fade anyway, in, fade out. I know nobody could see it, but I did bring. This is my 1893. You see how? Yeah, I saw that. That's what I was commenting. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's nice. 1893. That's what they would have been. The using. 18, in my opinion, and I, I've been lucky enough to collect a lot of rifles in my time. This is my favorite. I want to be buried with this. The action you, on this is the most amazing. Do you have an 1896 I don't. Swedish? I no, I don't know. I've, that I've is only, the uh, only one that I guarantee you, you'll be like, that's the only one better. But yes, yep. the Spanish, well, 1893 in general, that okay, they started production in 1891 for like oh. making like a lot of rifles for other countries that were on, you know, they were making money. By 1893, they had it fucking down pat. And they were making them for the Ottoman Empire. They were making them for Spain. They were making them for fucking several countries. And 
it was like cool. And the seven by uh, fifty seven, the proprietary Mauser cartridge, amazing, lethal, user friendly, accurate. Yeah, that's what gave the Boers their lineage of being these amazing marksmen at like right. you know fucking insane ranges. Well, that's what we were and talking about. Fucking when you were, if you have you were, a, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Just last thing: if you have a G ninety eight or a Candy eight, you have a fucking piece of shit compared to this rifle. You have no idea how bad and how sloppy Candy 8 action compares to a 93 action. Or like you said, a 96. Like the craftsmanship in these guns is amazing. Yeah, it's, and I, it's really good. Love that shot, by the way. <laughs> when they're in the bell tower yep. upstairs, that's pretty cool. There, I, mean, but, there, um, like, I mean, there is some, like like you guys have said, like it's it's pretty, 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 not not crappy cinematography, pretty, pretty decent yeah. slash good. Not outstanding. It's not thin red line level. When they wanted to be, though, that's the problem. Is like, yeah, yeah, when they wanted it to be, yeah. And yeah. then, and then, if it wasn't, it, it felt like it was framed like uh, a Spanish soap opera. Yeah, so, like the, yeah. The, the, like parts in the church here. Like this seemed like very much like a movie set to me. You know, uh, I didn't quite like it as much. When we got outside, that's where I felt like the cinematography looked much better. The nighttime stuff also felt very fake to me. Yes, the it nighttime stuff. Yeah. The yeah. nighttime stuff felt to me uh, like a like a low budget film. Yep. Where this yeah. obviously is not a low budget film, and actually, I'll look that up real quick so we can get cool. I did. I did think I liked how they the the um, progression of the uniforms uh, deteriorating and all that. Yes. I thought that was cool. That, that was, was really good. Yeah, yep. that was really cool. Because, like, they show up, and they're, like, these brand-new, like, blue, blue uniforms. Yeah, yep. like, they're bright blue. They're, they look like cotton. I, I was wondering what they're made of, but... Uh... They... I actually don't know. I would assume <laughs> if they're going to a trap... Well, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but they know. look like yeah. cotton. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, yeah, it was yep. cool that at the very end, they just... They look like khaki uniforms, you know, mm-hmm. almost. It was really cool. Uh, I love the fucking hats too. They wear. I kind of like, want one. <laughs> yeah, straw like, ones. Like, yeah. yeah was, did you notice? Had, like, did you notice the sergeant post- didn't wear a hat at yeah. all? Well, you had yeah. to see him the whole time. So yeah, he's bald. That down. So. <laughs> yeah, that's something I wrote down. Is like, so they show up. The sergeant has been there for. We're supposed to see the rear sights, Brian. Yeah, we pause it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're totally right. The handguard fucking. And they're, the they're 1916 they're, Mausers. They're. Oh, they're wait, no. Yeah. Where no, do you want me to pause it? Right here. They're yeah. 16s. Right they're there. carbines. Yep. Yep. No, they're definitely 16s. Yep, the rear sight's yep. completely different. Yep. The, yep, because they're they're not um, 7 millimeter. because 7 millimeters is a flat sight, on a, or at least a 93. So, Yeah, it was it was flat sights at that point, ladder sights, and they've got the... Well, that's the, more of the, like an AZ tangent sight, while like the, this is a ladder, so, you know? Correct. And so yep. my question was this about the sergeant is, so he, he they get there and he's got his basic like under uniform on right and these guys just happened to bring all this extra gear to outfit him with a pistol all this new gear a brand new uniform and all that shit it's like no even though they told they they mentioned that how ill-equipped they were you know right well and they were because again everything they have is brought by ship Mm -hmm. and so how the fuck are they gonna have an extra fucking uniform that happens to fit this guy new new leathers especially new leather equipment yeah. Uh, a fucking pistol for him with a leather holster. That would like, have been a good aesthetic, actually. If like they when they start out, he has the worn uniform and you know continues to be worn as the movie goes on. But instead of getting the brand new one and just looking like everyone else, you know, 
That's what I would have done for that. Well, but he, but here's the thing is he wouldn't have had his uniform because he ditched it so, to survive. So he would be in just basically like whatever he could find then. He'd be in his rags, basically. In his rags, that he, okay. That he was wearing. Then like, that, that, yeah. Yeah, that, that's my point is like he would not have, they would not have brought an extra fucking uniform for right. him or an extra pistol with all this leather gear and all that shit for him. He'd have just been like, okay, well, this guy died. I'll take his fucking rifle. Yeah, he should have been like Sam Elliott in, uh, you know, We Were Soldiers. Yeah. Like, you know, if I need one, I'll, I'll pick one off the ground. Which, uh, which, yeah. which you know, his, uh, his forty five was on the Grand Illusion, by the way. So, yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now you know. Yeah, yeah, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, like, that guy went to Venice. And also, it's the, the weird way they treated him, like, as just, oh, okay, well, we'll help you. They didn't. I mean, there was some talk of like, oh, you're a fucking traitor and you're a coward because you surrendered and you surrendered. But then it was like, okay, just follow him with us. It's like, well, there was no trial. Like, you're just going to take just this guy's be- word for it. He just becomes one of the one of the members of the of the unit. Right. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, as, as, as horseshit as you guys are on desertion and cowardice, as we see later on in the film, why was this guy different? And then, yeah, it's just it's just a weird inconsistency that I did not understand. So, so, uh, so, so I I've been quiet trying to find the budget. There's not too many sources that will say it. There's two sites that estimated the same type of budget. Yep. So we'll go with that. Take it as you will. Uh, Six million euros. Yeah. Is uh, it only made. A gross worldwide of one point nine million dollars. Oof. I I read somewhere that it almost got nominated for uh, the, the Spanish entry for the Oscars, but then it got beat up by another film. And like I do see the essence of this movie. I see what they were trying to do, but I really feel like you know they just they couldn't well, get there for whatever reason. This movie know? seems to me. Uh, which is what I say. There, there are tons of war movies where I feel this way. It's like the actual story of this is probably a million times more interesting than what this fucking movie is. You know, <laughs> like uh, to where they try and change things to make it, you know, more interesting or more entertaining or whatever. It's like this actual story is probably way more interesting. You know, if I were to do like a deep dive on it. I, I did um, a little bit. It's, so it's originally based off of uh, the Siege of Baldor, which did happen in the Philippines. And it's interesting because um, if you look at any of like the, the films, the Spanish-American War films, the Spanish have done a lot of things about like uh, the Baldor. There was one in the 30s they made right after the or before the Spanish Civil War. And then there's another one that had like a radio TV movie that was famous in 45, 46. And they were all – like everything the Spanish have ever done about – the Spanish War is about Baldor. Like, you know, they, they've they literally covered it like 16 different times. Um, but yes, I did look it up a little bit. And it was interesting. It did last 337 days. The time frame was correct. There were 54 guys originally. Um, but like, I don't think the numbers add up. Because they said like there was two guys that were executed. And um, yeah, a lot of them did die of beriberi, which was really, again, especially from what you guys said earlier. It was really cool to see that in the film. I did like that. It was neat to see how this linger illness, especially how the captain dies too. Like these people yeah. you, you don't expect yep. to die, die of an illness, you know? And now I've heard Barry Barry forever, but now I know what it means, which is, you know, pretty cool. So, because Barry Barry comes up a lot, you know, with malnutrition and stuff. Um, Is that, 
Uh, Brian, you might know this better than me. Is that fucking IJA equipment? No, but it's very close. I actually so wouldn't the, know what, what the fuck. To be honest, yeah. I was like, I, and like his uniform has like a six. This is the um, the tagalongs in lieu of a better term. They were, you know, the, the Filipino faction. Well, that's what they were mentioning. Yeah. And this Tagalog, is the yeah. this is the uh, this is the negotiation scene with the guy on the horse with the white flag, right. just to paint a picture so, for people who want to jump along. So here's uh, here's the real stats for the real battle. It lasted originally from July to June of uh, you know ninety eight to ninety nine. There were eight hundred um, Filipinos. There were fifty four Spanish. One Filipino was killed, and then two Spanish. Uh, soldiers were killed, 16 were wounded, 14 died of disease, and two were executed. That's the real facts. Now, they obviously, you know, and they did mention in the beginning that it is fictionalized in ways. Um, Wait, one, the, one Filipino died? Yes. As opposed to, like, the hundreds in this movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm in sure it was more than that, but, like, it was probably not well, that many. Well, yeah. no. It's but not like, like Zulu bad, where it's just like, right. look, there's a wounded guy in the rocks. You know, but, you know like... But yeah, it's like, it's still, it puts it into perspective kind of like how mm -hmm. films take on history. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. I really feel like they could have stayed in the original framework of the battle, like you're saying, Michael, you know, and just made it good. But I don't want to be that guy, but I think it's the influence of the culture over it, you know. Um, Hey, man. And they also did film this in Spain. They filmed it in the Canary Islands. So they did at least stay in Europe, but they got really close and they yeah. think they filmed part of it in Guyana, too. Hey, man, you can be that guy, you know, uh, when it comes to anything, because there are, we have the same thing here in America, you know, where we, oh, where our God. culture, you know, fucking skews some hit piece of history. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not just, you know, it's not, not just the culture of, you know, Spanish entertainment that, uh, you know, is, is influencing this. You know, it's, it's like Hacksaw that, Ridge. Yes. Or the Patriot, you know, or uh, how Braveheart. dare you? I know. Nate, how dare I know, you? I know our Lord and Savior, Mel Gibson. Nathan's melting down little soldiers right now. You fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. He's going to get you. Yeah, I'm saving this one for you, Mike. Nice. That'll be that'll be fun. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, don't 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 feel like, oh, I need to, you know, apologize for saying that, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, well, it, it, it's a fact. It, it's a fact. That's the yeah, thing. it's yeah. it's it's just it's the truth. I mean, in my opinion, it's just uh, also yeah. right here. OK, I'll fucking say it. And Mike, a, I know you'll say it too. Mm. the gunplay, the way they're holding <laughs> these guns like. I mean, I was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude. It's 1898. Dude, we're yeah, going to take out Osama Bin Laden's hut right now. Dude, like. think about it this way. Think about it this way. The Mauser rifle at that point was the fucking creme de la creme of every fucking small arm in the world, right? Yes, what you're holding, Brian. I think the if I low ready... No, I'm thinking if I think if I low ready carry try, this... Try I'd low like ready carry it. Just yeah, try, like, try, try doing it long. right now. Try it's like doing it with a javelin. That, that yeah, thing is right? a fantastic piece of equipment... But you issue it to guys that are in, like, fucking 17th and 16th century style warfare training. Do it mm -hmm. for the pod. About six inches off the ground. <laughs> Jesus, don't, fucking, don't hurt yourself. Six two. So fucking, if I'm a, you know, an 18... If I'm an 1870s Spanish guy and I'm five foot five, I'm 1870s. fucking dragging this on the ground. Last time I, I well, if I, I was born in the 1870s, 1878. yeah. So yeah, then let me old. let me bring this up now. F in terms of how people actually were trying to carry rifles like that back then, from what I know, is they would just like carry it on their side, right? Like just a lot of them, yeah. Yeah, and then Super like if lax. they had to like 
if they, if they if they had to bring it up, they could just you know immediately like come up like that, um, yeah, or else they would just do it like just down right like across straight. the yeah. yeah yep around the hip yeah or across the hip like rather. when they were crossing the stream they did stuff like that that like you know yeah that right. looked fine but most, also they were crossing a stream so most photos I see of guys you know from like you know during this time period all through the you know World War II and stuff like that they like carry it usually by their side or you know slung or like resting on their shoulder like you know like yeah. that or something like that not uh not uh you know going around like they're a SWAT team clearing a, a meth lab yeah <laughs> Walter White yeah also uh, also pause it Nate so Brian the front site on that is not the same as an 1895 carbine site for a Mauser yeah it's not. That was the first thing I realized. And also the 93s that just have blades, they don't have any well, yeah, they, they, they don't the, have any ears. Yeah, but like so, so even even like the 1891 engineer carbine, uh the 1893, I think they made cav carbines. They had the saddle ring and all that shit. But the uh front sight was a lot more square around it. Yep. And mm-hmm. that's definitely they're 100% and the slings, the black leather, the, it, the swivel too. That's wrong. Right, that's a 1916 yeah. Mauser, and it's yeah. like, I, I will say though, taking everything that we said into account, it was very refreshing to see people shoot at each other with bolt actions. Like I know that might sound strange, but it's like but they weren't know, doing just, it well. They, they weren't, but still, it's like from all the movies we see today, where it's like you know, you, oh, you yeah, jump the, five the, mags and you <laughs> kill two terrorists. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it was kind of cool to be like, bang, bang. Bang, bang. You know, it's just like you just – other films have done that and stuff like, you know – And then uh, every time they get hit by a bolt-action rifle, but... they fucking blow back. Like they just got hit with the force of Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yeah, because, you <laughs> know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, good stuff. Um, From my cold, dead hands. But, like, um, no, I, I did really like it, – it's just refreshing, you know, regardless of all the problems. It, it is neat to see guys duke it out with fucking bolt Yeah, duking it, duking it out with know? bolt actions is definitely mm-hmm. – yeah, I'll give you that. Yep. And then screaming out, punto, poof. <laughs> yeah, just to think about it. Um, and then this kid running. Yeah. Yeah. Juan. What if. So he, he can't leave because he'll be a deserter, but then. Uh, that was strange. Also, I didn't realize that that 200 yard dash that they mentioned later in the film <laughs> was only like 30 yards. Also, <laughs> well, not even that. It's you can't shoot a cannon. They're out of range for our rifle fucking settings. Again, the right. 93 Mauser was the rifle that made the legend of the Boers being so accurate in the Second yes. World War, that they could knock off fucking Highlanders at 1,000 meters, you know? That's how accurate these rifles were. Yeah, fucking, they could reach out and touch that cannon. That's so fucking bullshit. Like, I really feel like this movie was lacking a good military advisor. Like, hey, don't pack the fucking frame. They had, hey, they, they had a know, good historical this. advisor, I feel like, in terms of... It, I know the 16s are wrong, and I know all that stuff, but, like... Well, I'll shut my mouth because I don't know what the, what the things are. But no, to me, as, as someone who doesn't understand, who doesn't know this era very well, nothing looks blatantly obvious. It's not like it's not like they had plastic canteens. Sure, you know what I mean, like we're also you know. like again, like I said at the beginning, I know nothing about the uniforms whatsoever. Yeah. None of us do. Um, I don't know anything about the tactics that they would have used. Uh, the Spanish military at that point, I don't know. Um, so whatever, I do know the rifles. Because I own some 16s that were converted, and I'm like, that's a fucking 1916. Oh, right. Yeah, the the the, the, the fucking priest that's high on opium all the time. I, yeah, that like, was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I, 
I like the priest and how he was like, if, no, if I, I taught what they told I, me to talk at the cemetery, I'd be dead a long time ago. Oh, yeah. No, I liked I liked the character. It's just It just made me laugh. It's just I, like... <laughs> I'll just say this. I think one of the unsung heroes of the guys that had the biggest brass balls are the original priests for, like, the Spanish, you know, expeditions. Because they drop them off everywhere. And 99% of them, like, get off the boat and by sundown, they've fucking been killed by the natives. Yep. So, you know, they have the conviction. Like, I know that when... Um, what is it? Portugal was trying to fuck over Venice and get better routes for, to India, um, like and how they basically found out about Cape of Good Hope and around Africa. Every fifty miles, they dropped off a missionary along the coast of Africa. Do you know how many of those guys lived? Nobody knows. In the sixties, they found a fucking monolith, one hundred and fifty no five hundred miles up some river in South Africa that was in Portuguese and it was like made by one of these guys. So one of them made it into Africa. But still, like, <laughs> they drop these guys off everywhere, you know, go spread the word of God. And most of them fucking, you know, hostile natives that don't speak your language. So it was neat to see a guy that's, like, not your pious or whatever. He's, like, just a down-to-earth kind of missionary. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's trying hey. to take care of these guys, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, with the C2, he's like, we have a really shitty heaven. <laughs> you know? It's, yep, it's like, a boring heaven. Was, yep. There's, there's oh, I can't remember it, but there's a really funny 80s movie that kind of touches on that. Where, like, this old guy dies. And he goes to a different heaven and he's like, where, where is my book and my laurel? And, it, and it's like, you know, pizza and sex and parties and stuff. And then and then at the end of it, the aliens are like, well, maybe there's more versions of heaven. And he goes to his like, you know, <laughs> he gets his wings and his halo and it's like quiet and it's boring. So it's just interesting to see that again and, and come up, you know, he was like, oh, well, we're not going to be reincarnated. So well, and he's fucking like, human. Like, here's the thing. He's got a yeah. fucking addiction, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. it's like this yeah. guy's addicted to fucking opium. That's what gets him by. And he's also no bullshit when he's talking to this guy, you know? Yep. So everybody, like like uh, you guys were saying earlier, it's like everybody thinks that, like, the priest is always going to be this pious, very whatever guy. No, they're just like everyone. That's why they also made the best liquor that's ever been invented in the world. True. Fucking monks. But, um, yep. you know, it's interesting because now I think about it, because I, I liked, but I was a little borderline, but they cut it right for the, how the priest was in Joe X Noel, you know? Like, Joyu. I feel like that's like Joyu, you know, that's like a little <laughs> bit of a campy approach to it. But this is a much more realistic approach, you know? Yeah, It's exactly. like usually if yep. if they take a pious guy down, they're going to go for the approach of that film. Right. And this but guy this just is gets like sick a, and then he dies. Hey, what's up? You know? Yeah, it's, like, it's like, whoops. He's, he's a know? guy that you're like, you, you go, you, I actually like this guy. He's not a piece of shit. He's not like this zealot. He just, yeah. he's trying to keep everybody's spirits up. He's trying to keep these guys together, blah, blah, blah. And I do then he just fucking gets sick and yeah. dies. <laughs> it's like yeah. wow that's a very un it's a very anticlimactic death and then you leave this guy with a fucking yeah here we're going to see the tit pop out <laughs> yep <laughs> yep and uh <laughs> oh, here's yeah that this kind of shit right here <laughs> this yeah. was bullshit yeah this was the lapse of time so that yeah. you don't see like, any battles and we huh. can see sickness well there, there was also times towards the end of the movie where it's like it just became like an editing clusterfuck where it's like, you know, scenes happen. Then all of a sudden, like, cuts to another, like, just battle, battle, battle. Then it's like over, you know. Well, and, and again, it I think meanders. I think that's yeah. when you can, I think that's when you can safely assume it was a budget problem where it's like, yeah. oh, well, we've, we've passed this one roof of budgeting. Let's push it again. Okay, we can't do any more, or do we want to more battles? Okay, no, like we can't push it anymore. So how do we fix that? Okay, well we'll uh, end the battle, cut short it with doors of the church closing for the yep. third time, and you know, 
and, and make the the <laughs> the barbarians with machetes bang on the door in slow motion and you know yeah I, I think stuff. I think you guys are definitely right about the budgeting thing like it's it, I, th- <sighs> I think it, yeah I mean like I think it had potential to keep going in that sense it just stopped short like every time uh, I don't know I mean I see what you guys mean about the budget and stuff, but I feel like they just didn't know what they were doing and what they wanted to tell. Nobody wanted to cut their darlings. And so you just end up with this like kind of one-sided film. Because really after 90 minutes, it's like, you know, good. I, you know, I understand <laughs> you know? the whole thing about, uh, you know. And this scene I hate, by the way. Like, get to that later. But right. when he kills the chick. Yeah. But, Does uh, he? Telemundo. Does <laughs> he? Telemundo. <laughs> I guess shot JR, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I I understand like in real life what two guys were killed were executed or something. Um, yeah, you said that was a true thing, uh, yep. which they put that in the movie. However, to me, like that seemed to me like this whole segment could have been cut out of the movie, like that whole part. Yeah, that that whole that whole part, like just just end this right now. Like this doesn't seem to this is just dragging. I think it's you like, could have it, it on that, but it's like. I think around like one thirty, you could cut it. it it's yeah. like I don't know. It just it just fucking meanders so long, and yep. like that's not like they're trying to be like the siege was long. It's like it's not a plot device. No, it's like that. Exactly. They just don't know where what they're doing or where to end it. Yeah, like you know they just they can't figure out a good ending. Like they really, why the fuck does the guy's arm have to get cut off? Uh, that was that no just came out of fucking nowhere. Reason yeah. that came out of what nowhere. The? When that and happened, also he I was survives. Like, he also survives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When that happened, I was like, you know what? I'll give this movie one thing. It is. It has more shock factor than Apocalypse Now. Because the second that, I, that he cut off the arm, I thought about um, Chef's head getting dropped in uh, his lap, you know, in Apocalypse Now. And fucking like... I was like, God damn it! This is just the other end of stupid. Well, thing. it's it's the, you know, they're it's like, they're why? trying to. There's an artist. He lost his arm. That's that's it. They're they're trying to force irony into it. You know, that's that's it. Yeah. It's it's just like so. Stu- it's like, are you trying to make this like a military misery? I also got misery vibes from this and the terror, to be honest too, because like they're. I thought about the situation. <laughs> yeah, especially I thought with the about food the terror and too. too. Yeah, that really yep. that once that happened, I was like, this is just like the terror. Yeah, you know. And it's twenty twenty six around the same time that the terror came out, and I'll just couldn't plug that right now. That terror is amazing if you haven't seen it's it. Really it's really so good, fucking it's good, very well. It's done. strange at times, but it's it's fucking really good. Yeah. So and well cast. But. Are you talking about the TV series Terror? Mm-hmm. Yeah, an AMC. Talking about the, the the not the one where they go and like it's like when they're on the the exploration it's about the Franklin expedition the the, the, the exploration the first season because I know the second season of Terror is like something else isn't it That's right I yeah, forgot it's, about it's an that. anthology yeah, the second series, season yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the second season is uh, we don't talk about that it's okay. like you know those two Godfathers <laughs> you know we talk yeah. about those yeah yeah, yeah. we're not, not gonna buy terrible. land from the church just like yeah, how there's exactly. only three Indiana Jones yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. you know. And there's like, well, depend. Star Wars is up for debate, but there's really only three. Oh, man, we could just have and a whole Rogue other one. discussion right so, now. But anyway. Uh, we really <laughs> Dude, yet, dude so. so bringing it back, is it after this scene that it's like the fucking scene in Platoon, which has like the screeching fucking music. It's like when Elias dies and like, it's just this, this dramatic thing. Like, yeah. Is that this kind the of music? Like the there, there are a couple yeah. scenes like that. When I was watching this, I was mm. like, I am so sick of the music that's like, yeah, 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 
ah, you know, like that District 9 one, kind one of more time. Oh, I, I Hold on, one, one more time. You didn't hear that? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. You know, I, there we go. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect. That's what it but sounds you know what I mean? like. like it's Everyone put the move, just when you have the movie up, just replay that constantly whenever it gets weird. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's, it's like after this scene, there's like a like scene Tarzan. where where it's like he's look. it's raining too. Like just like in when Elias gets hit, right? And he's like begging. It's like this high pitched fucking cinematic. And he's like looking at the camera and it's like, what the fuck? You just, this is platoon. This is mm-hmm. fucking platoon. Like, stop. Again, the battle fades with the church doors, and that's and then they just assume that you've seen the whole entire battle since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like again, I think that's what it comes down. I think it's like, yeah, we don't have money for this. Fade it. Fade it now. Yeah. <laughs> we only have a hundred blanks. Figure it out. <laughs> oh, that's not a good thing to hear on a film set. We only have a hundred <laughs> yeah, blanks. Yeah. Oops. Those are gonna yeah. go in one take. Right. <laughs> there were some really great quote, uh, there some really great quotes from characters though in this. Um especially from the priest and stuff. Uh I really liked how um he was like most Spaniards can't read. And they learned about the Bible and things through paintings and stuff and that's why your gift is important. Which if you know anything about history is so true. Yeah. Correct. Like literacy. Yeah. That 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 whole the whole aspect of the movie went nowhere. Like he t- No, it did. Yeah. He t- <laughs> he touches up the wall and that's it. Yep. No, true. It's one of those like question mark plot things, but it was cool to see that. It sets it in the 1890s of like, remember, because that's why they had all those traveling like, uh, you know, I forget the name of it, but those like folding out art pictures and like the the medieval times and they could go around and teach people about, you know, the stories of Christ visually because you fuck it. These people, they could talk Uh, some type of language, but they uh, can't understand anything. Yeah, like, like tapestries and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like the Bayox tapestry for, yeah, this perfect example. You know, just like, this is what, look what, you could fucking read it with your eyes. You don't fucking have to read shit. So it was just a neat comment. And also when they were talking about how Spain is full of patriots, that's such, you know, like an empire in a war. Everybody wants to send you away. Like in the beginning of the original, um, you know, All Quiet on the Western Front, where they have the teacher and everything, and he's getting the men ready to go, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, yeah, your home country is full of patriots that want to send you to your death. You know, like you go for me. So I think that was pretty cool. Yep. And the last one was when the span the sergeant, because you know, one of the few of the guys they were like, This is is this your first war and stuff? Where he was like, you know, hopefully this doesn't become a vice. Because that was a thing that you could do again in these empire things, like especially in the British Empire and stuff. The guys that some guys that fought at Rourke's Drift, they fucking ended up like, you know, in Singapore, they ended up in all these other crazy fucking places. Cause it's like, well, some guys just fall into it, you know. Like I have a good book from a guy at Dom who served like fucking five tours. It was just like he got addicted to it, you know. With so, a, just some interesting parts of it. Speaking of addiction, do you think this guy's oh. withdrawals would be this intense? Like yeah. it's it's. You think so? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's opioids. Yeah, it's, it's opioids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, it won't kill you, but you feel like you're dying. It, okay. Yeah. Yep. It's it. It ain't fun. I've I like no, even I've the priest. A lot of people that have like been addicted to heroin and or, or pills or whatever. And they're like, yeah, the withdrawals are fucking. Well, that's that's the thing because like I know like with with certain things, you know, like heroin and everything like that it is. But I was like, is opium the same way? Like, is that, yeah. that opium strong? Is an opioid? It's a deri- it's, it's okay. on the tree of, of heroin. Yeah, okay. it's it's a it's a lesser. It's basically the same as taking. Well, it's a little bit more than taking pills. I think, I think heroin is a refined opium. I Correct, correctly. but like so is oxycotton. 
Yeah, and, well, because it, I know fentanyl is a synthetic version of heroin. Well, yeah, fentanyl is not so. op- an opioid at all. It has the same yeah, effects on your mm-hmm. neurotransmitters as, as, as you know, opioids do, and it's cheaper because it's synthetic. But, like, um, no, opium, like, uh, it all it does is it, it's got a lot of similarities to alcohol, but it's, like, way more intense where it, it, it triggers your dopamine receptors into going into overdrive, like, you're good to go, and then... Once you withdraw from them, your body doesn't know how to compensate for that, and it starts just shorting out, basically. Like, so. Have you guys seen the Nick? It was a TV show yes. on. Yes. Oh, if you if Nate Michael, have no. you guys seen it? No. no. It's amazing. It's yep. about turn of this. Actually, it touches on the Spanish American War. It does. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about he that. Can't get his. He can't yeah. get his fix. So it starts out with he's in an opium den, and it's about a very brilliant new york city doctor in the late 1890s early 1900s new york city and it's like it's so well done but there's opium and addictions come up a lot in that because they used to get people off heroin or uh cocaine with heroin and there was this big problem where people would get stuck into these rehab houses where they would literally just drain you of your money and they'd keep you fucking fucked up but there's a lot of scenes in that where the main doctor um he's a cocaine addict and all his veins are fucked so the movie starts with him in an opium den late for work and then on in the carriage ride to work he's injecting cocaine in the veins of his toes because he has no other veins left but it's 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 crazy and the reason that he ends up like on opium and harder drugs is because he can't get cocaine because of the war in um the philippines that sounds they're having trouble sourcing it and stuff that sounds interesting it's always interesting to like it's look at drug, drug things from like 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 way the fuck back um you mm-hmm. know not not within our time it's always interesting to look yeah, at. Yeah, but that. that yeah, like Brian was saying, that the beginning up or the beginning season rather takes place right around this time or just after. Yep. So 1899 cuz it yeah. it's such crazy not to get off on a tangent but it's like they're building the New York City subway system. Yeah. Like it's it's such an incredible time of history but like the um addiction part of it is really crazy cuz in the second season like he ends up totally fucking addicted and he goes to one of these homes and a guy rescues him and he puts him on a boat. He was like, we're not leaving this boat until you can tie these seven different yeah, knots. Learn your knots. And the whole time, yep. the guy is just like, he can't move his fingers because he's fucking like that, you know, like in the, the prison. Yep. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to leave this boat until you can do tie these seven knots, you know, and that was how he got this guy off of addiction. But yeah, no, it can be really that bad or even worse. Yep. And that's why some things, I, I think it's the, the two things that will kill you if you stop drinking or stop it immediately is heavy dose alcohol. If you just stop yep. like really high up there, you'll die. And Xanax. Yes. So the two drugs. Uh, yeah, uh, benzodiazepines. Yep, that whole yep. family. Uh, exactly. Xanax, Valium, all that shit. Yeah. Everything uh, else you could stop, and it's horrible. Like you know, it's yep. physically and mentally addicting, but it won't kill you. It's right. just gonna make you feel like you want to be dead. But yeah, like o- opioid like withdrawals are similar to alcohol withdrawals, except it won't kill you. Mm-hmm. So it, it just yep. feels like it will, and it's people wish they were dead. But yeah, so. Bone taking and shit, like it, it's that's well, yeah, what dope like, sick is. Yeah, seeing yeah. shit and like yeah, whatever. So yeah, that that reaction is actually when he's stripping his clothes off and he's like doesn't know where the fuck he is. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, he wasn't using it for that. Well, we don't know how long he was using it for and how hard he at was least using a few it. months. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's that would do it. I think even the priest or the father, he he alluded to it. He was like, "It's the first two days are going to be bad, but you'll be fine." Yeah, he's like, exactly. Yep. He's like, "Oh no, no, yeah, we could." It's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, you know? yep. so that was that was pretty funny because he didn't tell him that there was addicting because he probably thought they were going to die. Right. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll 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 drug our way through it, and then oh, we ran out of drugs. So yeah. this so. stuff right here, what's going on as the movie is playing, was the uh, 
was where it was most interesting to me, where it's like they're refusing to accept the truth. Um, that stuff to me, I thought like, I wish the movie was more about that. And they touch on that. That's that happened in reality. The I know. That's why. It. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, you literally hear about came down stuff to that like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, like the, again, to your reference earlier to Oda. Yep. That was the Japanese holdout till seventy four. Seventy four. Yep. yep. And they just came out with a really good movie about that. We'll we'll touch on eventually. It just won a bunch of awards. Mm. Um. But very very fascinating story. Well, or you know, bad story because he killed fucking people into the sixties. Like yeah. The, <laughs> anyway, yeah, he he was an enemy of things, but yeah, you know, you, you some instances you get these holdouts of people that just don't believe or don't want to believe, and that you know, it's all a trick. It's yeah, all tr- you can't trust the Filipinos, you know. And reading about it too, he had mentioned later on that uh, because, and this is actually in the Franklin expedition too. Funnily enough, bring up the terror again. Uh, he he didn't want to believe the natives because they like weren't Christians, right? And they weren't from the West, mm-hmm. so he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, and just didn't fucking believe him. Oh, I got a fucking stupid scene. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I was like, wow, but, they went there. Okay. Yeah, fucking this week on Telemundo. Mm-hmm. But um, no, it's... Uh, Ay, papi! <laughs> Why? Why? Brian's reacting to the guy's arm being chopped off just so far. Yeah. yeah. Nate <laughs> plays these things in the background now, so like, it just catches us <laughs> off. But, but they were getting so much misinformation the whole time, you know, like with the Havana, with the whole uh, USS Maine sinking and everything, and like, what the fuck's going on? Remember and, the Maine. And how could they, you know, how could they fathom that Manila was lost? This is a colony you've had for 400 years. It's like, same thing 50 years later. It's like, we lost the Philippines? Like, what? No. So there, there were islands in the southern part of the Philippines that were still under control of American armed forces when Bataan and Corregidor fell. And they were like, fuck, what do we do now? <laughs> you know, like, shit. So. Gotta have that rain in there. So cinematic. <laughs> I did like, too, where later on when he gets captured and he gets brought to, before the whole fucking stupid arm thing, he gets brought to, like, their camp. You see dead Americans. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was interesting because yeah, yeah, I, I saw the Americans. pants and I was like. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm like I know who th- those are, and then yep. wow, the yellow stripes. That was interesting. Yep. Yeah, and you know it wouldn't take until 1947 until or 46 until the Philippines actually did gain their independence from the states. We had we had guaranteed their independence in the 1930s, leading up to the Second World War. We were trying to militarize them to basically have them defend themselves so we could leave. Um, but you know, after the Spanish left, there was this huge insurrection, like Mike talked about earlier, in Amigo, that film that talks a little bit about it for a long time. Um, Actually, the museum I worked at, we actually had a Medal of Honor from a guy that won it during the insurrection for, like, charging up a hill against 40 Moros. Um, it's pretty interesting. But, uh, yeah, so it's funny that, you know, they show in this film, like, you know, the changing conqueror or the, the new, you know, power holding the Philippines. But if you know history and stuff, it's like the Philippines and Americans were very buddy-buddy in the next 40, 50 years. I mean, obviously, it took 20 years of, of horror. And one of the reasons, actually, the 1911 actually has its origin in this conflict, kind of. But that's another story for another day. 45 caliber cartridges. But um, it's interesting, you know, how 50 years later, Filipinos and Americans are dying shoulder to shoulder on at Bataan. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know, they're fucking yeah, cutting them up. The 38, the 38 special just wasn't enough. Wasn't enough, you know. No, so, and they had the, was it the 1902 AARP. cult, too, they used? What? Yeah, there's 1902 cult revolvers too and stuff. Yeah, but it was chambered the, the very, 38. I don't, yeah, I don't think a longer I, barrel. Picture. 
I don't think it has a page, Nate. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find it. It may not have a page. Wow. Wow. Well, I guarantee fucking to you those are Spanish 1916 Mausers. Oh, I agree. You happen to have some time in your hands, and you know a bit about Spanish Mausers. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are lots of machetes in 1916 Spanish Mausers. Done. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see anything else. Well, that, the, the cannon, you know, I don't the, have The cannon, which yeah, looked like was. someone made in their machine shop. <laughs> yeah. It's a propane gun, but it looks real. It's a potato gun. Yeah. It's out of range. It's two yards away. It's out of range. And then it just... Like, you know, volley fire was a thing at this time. Yes, correct. <laughs> you know, like, like, just gonna say. And then yeah. it collapses. We're just going to set it up wide out in the open on our fucking line. Yeah. Everybody pointed that thing. Okay, ready? <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. The good shit, the shit of cans at like fucking 10 feet. <laughs> well, no Literally. shit, you can't hit them. Your fucking rifles are, well, those rifles are battle sighted for a fucking Look at that yards. fake dog. Look at the fake dog. Oh. What? Yes. Fake dog? I didn't even notice the dog until now. Fake I dog? I noticed it. Yeah, at the beginning of the scene, they're crossing the middle of the river. Look at the dog in okay. his hands. I just noticed it. <laughs> it's like a it's like a stuffed animal. He's moving it with his thumb. Yeah. It's like the baby in American Sniper. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, so yeah. go go to the very end where they're marching away after they went through the honor guard. I want to I want to blow people's minds that are super nerds. You guys are also going to shit your fucking pants because okay. I noticed I noticed this earlier on and I'm like, well, there's nothing to confirm it. But no, I mean like when they're marching away, show their packs really quick. It's a little bit forward of this. It's like well, you can see right. you can see you can see the straps here. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's like right before it fades out. Okay. Nice. Yeah, he, he'll turn around in a second. They'll take the little spoiler alert. They get the fucking church. <laughs> oh boy! Burn the cross. <laughs> um. So okay. His little pack and the rest of their packs are. Brr, drum roll, Czechoslovakian M1960 fucking field packs. Oh shit! Covered also with a leather a leather cover with a two painted on them. The huh. cheapest rucksack and the shittiest rucksack you can buy. That's, That's why shittiest. they got it. <laughs> I've had very bad experiences with them, unless they're full gear. Well, here's the thing: the 1960 version is made out of linen cloth. Can and they, you? Those aren't as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to do Cold War reenacting, so we had checks and stuff, and you know, check gear is so cheap, so a lot of guys would do that. And I just remember check rucks being horrible, like you know. <laughs> and a lot of people use them for like surplus stuff, and like if you put one thing in it, all it does is like slam your fucking tailbone. Like <laughs> they just ride so low. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so they're like because a, of the way they are. Right. It's a backpack that's like really made to be you know fully loaded all the time, and it's also something that's made to be clipped into your LBE. Because um, the way right. that the clips are, it's very much like a World War II German artillery rucksack, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They have these D rings and clips. and That's exactly you know. where they got it from. Yep. And, and yeah, and those are great because they have a stiffeners in the back and they're like a real fucking backpack. But the Czech rucks, they just fucking fall to, to your lower back and just fucking make sure that you lose your like L9 vertebrae by the time you're 70. <laughs> like fucking, right. it just. When you're not sucks. LARPing with them though, they're a great like backpack and shit. If you're not having like yeah. 60 pounds of shit in them. Oh, yeah. Great. If you're like, you know, if you want to put like you know a blanket in it or like something soft, you know, or I would laptop recommend like, and some books and yeah, yeah, yeah shit like that, that. That works, but like it just it just sinks. That's the problem. But isn't that fucking made, great? That is funny though. That they, I see the straps. I know what you mean. Yeah, but they just covered it with leather. 
But you can see in the, and a two. In the, yeah, in the last scene. Yeah, she's hot. End of story. Uh, like that's all she's. There oh, for. I mean, fucking yeah. It's like, but like the um, it's funny because you can see underneath the leather strap, you can see the two pouches sticking out with their straps at the very end. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, those are fucking 1960 fucking rocks. Nice. So very fun. They cut corners. So Wait, that's you, why I don't know how the gear is. Like it could be to quote the lieutenant, those uniforms are out of regulations. That's an older. It's one. obsolete. <laughs> it's yeah. obsolete. It's obsolete. Yeah. obsolete. Yeah. Find some colonial official that just doesn't fucking give a shit. Do you know what else is obsolete? <laughs> you! <laughs> yeah, literally. Spartan kick your ass. End of, like, the situation's over. But, hey. I mean, honestly, too, the fucking natives could have just ended the whole thing if they just shot those fire arrows into the roof. <laughs> you know, like, started on, started on fire, and then you could smoke them out. Or they could have just walked in there and been like, Hey, we've got bayonets too. We've also got Mausers. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, <laughs> there's 500 of us and 50 of you, 10 to 1 odds. Let's do this. Yeah. And it's interesting, you know, because uh, in the Philippines today, you have a ton of this colonial Spanish architecture still. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the uh, Caribbean and stuff. So you, you have a lot of churches like this, and they're fucking thick walled. Yeah. It's just crazy to think, you know, how much the Spanish Empire touched. Well, 400 years. About, 400 years yeah. they were there. And you know, think about the Alamo, which is a incredibly similar situation to this. It's also a very you know, small building. Off. Like oh, incredibly. Yeah, have you don't been there? How small it is? No, I have, but I've seen the actual. Photos oh, dude, I've been there. It's, built it's up now. tiny. It's like, and yeah. you, there's still musket balls and shit, of course, in the walls. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but this building itself is tiny. But it was also they don't mention that it was a small part of a much larger fortification. They don't mention that. Like the Elmo was a, it was the church of this massive fucking like. It wasn't really a base. It was just kind of like a a fucking fort. Hmm. And yeah, the walls fell. They just didn't have enough guys to defend it. So if you go down there, go to San Antonio. It's right in the downtown, which is really weird. It's like it's right in the downtown of San Antonio. Yeah, they built up the city around right. it. Yeah, but like. Yeah, they they show you like what how big it was around there, and but it seems like I don't, well, it could be the same thing with this. It's like okay, they went into the church, which is the most heavily fortified and whatever it had the thickest walls, blah 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 blah. But how big were the defenses around there? Oh, you don't have enough guys. Kind of like the Alamo is like you don't have enough guys, so we're just gonna sparsely man the walls, and if they break through this part, fall back to the Alamo. So. Who knows? <coughs> yeah, I mean, there didn't seem like there was a an iron ring around the Spanish mission or the church, right? Because like fourteen times, like we're gonna slip out, and they slip out. Didn't they like right. dig it's a like, tr- <laughs> they dig a trench around it or something? Yeah, <coughs> they did. But but even then, it's like not like the twenty yard away Filipinos, you know, just never. I guess they're blind like half the time. Mm. This they slip out like six times to go stab dogs. Like you know, it's like <laughs> hey. What do you? It's been four months, guys. You know, I'm feeling tonight. You know, not bananas. <laughs> not bananas. But uh, Ooh. so there's no IMFTB. Yeah. There's no IMFTB. Vegas. Nope. Because I don't know what the fucking revolvers they were using were. I'm not sure. I don't know. This is above my pay grade. So yeah, me too. Well, if you happen to know the answer to this question, send us a message. Yes. <laughs> Comment, um, fucking do your thing, but like comment below, smash that like button. <laughs> you know, right? You know how to do it, you know. 
But um, yeah, that's that's all I've got actually. It's shall we go into our final reviews and scores? Yeah, I mean, uh, this might be one of our shorter podcasts, but no, I agree. There's not a lot to say. I mean, it just, yeah, it's a movie. It it it, it definitely. <laughs> that's that's how I felt yeah. afterwards. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a movie that I wish was better. It's yeah. a you know. Because it's such a cool subject. There's so many cool things you could talk about. You could have. And do. Yeah, it's like, you could have. Yeah, you know. And it's interesting how kind of what we brought up and come back to now, like, you know, we're drawn back to the Alamo and the American folklore, kind of like how the Spanish are drawn back to Baldor. Yep. Because it's like these guys holding out against Charles yeah. Watts, you know, and it's like, well, the rest of the campaign fucking failed with the 10,000 islands. But hey, look at these guys. Yo, you know, like. Yo. You know, they held yeah. out, and yeah, it's just it's fucking sad. It's like that is like when they said at the end, like that is the fall of the Spanish Empire. That really was. That was it. Yeah, and, you know, forty years later, they're all fucking killing each other in Spain. And well, uh, it just yeah. they, they kept some colonies on this African coast, but yeah, it really was the you know, it, twenty years later, the Ottoman Empire dies. You know, and. Nope. and 20 years after that, the, the British Empire dies. Inquisition. Right. No, 45 is the end. Here we 45 go. Inquisition. Is the Inquisition. End. What a show. Inquisition. Also, you forgot you know, the Belgians and the Dutch, but hey, no worries. Oh, yeah, no, but, you know, up but to... Yeah, yeah. This no, is the end of the empires. This is, you know, the end yep. of... 50 years before this was, was the, you know, the, the Africa grab and the, you know, age of expansion for colonies and, and empires, and now this is the this is the end of it, you know? This is yep. America saying, hey... Fucking something happened to a battleship, so now we're going to be a world right, power. here's some cash. Hey. Oh, hey, where did that come from? Yeah, hit. We, hit the, we hit the Pacific, so what are we going to do now? Yeah. So it's it's interesting, you know, it really sets up the, the current geopolitical situation. Yes. You know, yeah. it just sucks that there's, like, all these old shitty movies about it, and this one that just, you know, it's more of a soap opera than a film. So. But now that I've kind of summed it up, who wants to start summing it up? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like, who's what? that? I was like, well, who are you talking about? Not me. Um, no, I mean, like, uh, again, it's like I don't know much about the history context on this, so I don't really chime up more on that, more of the fact of the cinematography and the editing. I mean, it, it, as, my, as Brian said, it was it's, it's a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, it's it's an interesting movie. I do suggest people give it a watch. Um, it's also free on YouTube, so just do that. Um, and I mean, it, it it's it was cinematically, or cinematography was pretty good. Um, editing wasn't bad. I think where it falters for me is the writing and the production levels. And I think it's just you know I think I think it's a a gr- to me, like we've been saying, I think I said before, it's just it's a little bit too grandiose of an idea for the budget that it that it I think needed to 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 hit all those marks that would fulfill, you know, the battle maybe to fulfill more wacky opium scenes to fulfill you know what whatever you know it just again I think you could cut off <laughs> cut off thirty minutes of the film 
probably exact. Actually, you should end it right when the machete comes down on his arm and it goes it's black. Credits. That's when it should. That's just credits. <laughs> no, it comes out on his yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just oh, you like machetes, huh? You're gonna machete us? Okay, kaboosh, dead. What if like it freeze framed and then it was like a like a you know like you might want to know how I got here. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it freeze frames with the sergeant like rubbing cocaine on his fucking gums. Like okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Credits yeah. roll like Boy, a like a nineties or the machete <laughs> lands in and it's like you know. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Ending. Yeah, so it, it freeze yeah. frames like a '90s sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Always sunny. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Credits in yellow text roll. Yeah, then it's Frank saying it's over. Yeah. What do you want? You know. So anyway, I started blasting. Or or maybe he just dies of Barry Barry. Right. You know, yeah. the same thing. It's like his eyes close and then it's I, doo, 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 I, mean, doo, doo, doo. I, I, I guess Barry Barry was a thing, but gangrene wasn't. <laughs> oh well, you know. I mean, I, ch- we couldn't afford to, to you know, license gangrene. <laughs> yeah, gang, gangrene gangrene's too uh cliche. We had to pick up of an illness that no one's heard before. Everybody that's so two thousand seven. Come on, everyone it was a time. It's it's not wait a, till wait till you see how scurvy kills people in my next movie. It's gonna be Ooh. great. You know, Ooh. fuck it, turn orange and then die because you don't have oranges. But anyway, um, sorry, Nate. No, it's fine. We don't got I, oranges. I mean, I, I really think oranges. I really think that you should give it a watch with any manner you want because I think I feel like it is the only film of its time. So you should definitely give it a watch for that. Whether it's good or not, take your own opinion. That's the whole point of this: is to get you interested in, in other movies that you may not, and get your own opinions of it. You know, hear our opinions, and then make a judgment from there um but um no i mean i i don't know i would say i'm gonna give it a five four out of ten screen mill gibsons (laughs) i liked it it just was i don't know what it was that held it back for me other than the fact it was too long and I don't know what it'll be back from well, so, here. Well, here's the thing. Here's score. the thing. It's not. It's not hyena road levels where I knew immediately what was making me angry. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know why this is so low for me, but I'm gonna say it's a four out of five. Four out of ten. So Nate is only giving it a muffled mail instead of like <laughs> a a, you know like a, like a one like a one out of ten, which is like a brave heart, like a uh. what the fuck you doing. Or like or a, a, we know, were, this is just like a or a we were soldiers not, where he doesn't scream at all. So yeah, this is like uh, more, maybe a moaning male. Maybe moaning. Male. We're not really screaming. <laughs> we're not really screaming. But you know, it's watch it. I think I like what you said. Where you're like, I don't know. I mean, like that's kind of how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it. Nothing screams. Nothing makes me viscerally angry. And but nothing makes me go. This is an amazing movie. Yeah. I could give it a five, but there's just some things that just pull it down past a five for me. And it's just, I think it's production quality and the story is way too, what the fuck is, okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Like, eh. yep. Cool with a question yep. mark. Yeah. Uh, I love it if like you, if you were able to get like a pull quote on the DVD cover just says like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's just like, that's what I'm, I'm. Yeah feeling in this and 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 brian nailed it on the head in terms of that i would be in i was like 16 in panama and i was like horribly sick with something and i had like no not very berry (laughs) i i had like only three channels in a tiny little like hostel room and i was like on my ass sick and i remember watching shows 
very similar quality to this. <laughs> and and, and you know there were, the vibe. I know the vibe. And he nailed it on the head. It's like I'm waiting for like El Commando. I slept with your mother. Like I don't like well, I, it's basically, I don't know. It's basically like Sure Shaw, right? Where it was like you know yes, it's, that, it's a I fucking, think I said Bollywood. Very, very I think good. I said Bollywood, Bollywood you know exactly. in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I think man. I said Bollywood in the beginning. Yeah. It's it reminded me of that. Yeah. Effect, but yeah, it's you've got It was Sure Shaw, but it was Sure Shaw back at home. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> in the Empire. Yeah. Salah, yeah. Cultural yeah. melodrama. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's just interesting how, you know, they're products of their cultures. Mm-hmm. A Russian movie is very Russian. Oh, yeah. French oh, movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Mike and I, French. Mike and no I had to, to fucking a deal with that with 2013 Stalingrad. Yeah. American so movie is yeah. very American. Was, yeah. By the oh, way, Mike, yeah. that was made for IMAX 3D. That's why all the slow motion had happened. And oh. all the three, and it was made for 3D, so that's why all the shots. We're done uh, the way fuck. they were. Is that the movie I where like that is that the movie where they do like the bullet time where you see shells flying through the air? No, yeah. that's T thirty four. Okay, yeah. which is also yeah. Russian though. Which right? I which I, yeah, which yeah. I avoid like the plague. I still haven't watched it. Okay, yeah, it's, well, it's been free. Like buddies on here. It's been free that. for like five years on Prime, and I refuse to watch it until you guys make me. So. Well, well there's, there's White yeah. Tiger too. Oh, that I watched. No, I got sick. No, I was sick with coronavirus, and I had I watched White Tiger, and I was. I didn't know if it was the sickness. You felt worse. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just stopped breathing. White Tiger is (laughs) so dumb. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. (laughs) Dude, it was fucking terrible. I talked to the machines. (laughs) Again, I was sick, so I was sick with fevers. So I'll watch it when I'm not. Oh, this movie. Yeah. No. So (laughs) the whole thing with the the whole podcast of Nate Nate and I doing Stalgrad 2013s, we were literally just shooting the shit about something. What the fuck? Like the Strictarn? Like the the, the camera you're going to buy? We were just talking about normal shit. We ended up daring each other. And then we thought thought it was so bad we had to do it. Yeah. He's like, have you ever seen this? And I'm like, no. And I've avoided it like the fucking plague. He's like, well, we have to do it. And I'm like, no. And he's like, do you have time tonight? And I'm like, uh, uh. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yes, I do. I don't want to lie to you, but like, yeah, I have time. He's like, well, then we're going to fucking do it. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking with me? And then he's like, yeah, go watch it. I'm like, oh, fuck. It was and it so was, bad. It was, it was <laughs> terrible. It was awful. I mean, but it was it was a fun, like, just shoot the shit. Because he, he, it was like, okay, I'm doing something I don't want to do. And now I'm pissed off. So let's go fucking riff on this bitch. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, yeah um, that's how that went. <laughs> it's a horrible movie. But no, this film was not that bad. I'll, I'll, I'll just say it yes, for it the was not that sake. bad. No, yeah. it was not that bad. Not as bad as Stalingrad 2013. <laughs> well, we're on it, Mike. Give us uh, your opinion. Yeah, it was. I love the subject. I love Span Am stuff. Is again, like you were saying earlier, so underrepresented. Like even the insurrection period, like 1899 to 190, basically 1910. Um, it's so underrepresented. It's never, there's never a film made about it from either perspective, right? From the Filipino side, from the fucking US or the Spanish side. That's why I actually did like this film because it was from the Spanish side, first of all. And it was actually right as the Spanish-American War was kicking in and it was the end of that empire. So that part of it, like historically macro level was really cool because again, I didn't know the uniforms, but I'm like, if the Spanish are wearing blue uniforms, that's kind of a funny Funny, like, um, um, what the hell do you call it? Like a foreshadowing of who else is coming and is going to lose a lot of guys. 
They just were darker blue, you know? But, um, no, so anyway, that was cool. A lot of technical shit that could not be forgiven. I'm like, 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 like Nate said, with like the cinematography was good at parts, but it's like, well, come on. Like, like, like Michael said, when they're in the church and shit, it's so, you're on a set and it's so lazy. It comes across as lazy. It's like, okay, I get it, but whatever. Anyway, um, all that shit. Um, a lot of the writing was horse shit, I thought, but also a lot of it was okay. And again, I liked things like, like we were talking about the priest. Yeah, he's a priest and he, he meets them, you know, and guides them back. And then he's hooked on opium. Okay, the guy's flawed. I like that. That's cool. Little character things like that, I really enjoy in a film where you're like, it's character development, even though he's not a main character. And then he dies of the fucking, the sickness. Like, he doesn't go out to blaze of glory. It's like, yeah. It's a very, very fucking anti Not like Hitler in the streets of Berlin with a Panzerfaust in it. <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> right. That would have been so much cooler. But um, but yeah, um, no, it, it was cool like that. So there's a lot of things that I did like about this. But again, like everyone said, it okay, I'll just put it to people in this way. It took me, I had to watch this in two separate segments today. Because I got so fucking bored after the first hour. And I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And the second hour I was like, I forced myself to watch it, you know, for the podcast. And it's like, there's not a lot of films I have to do that with that, you know, we, we watch this one was one of them. And then I forced myself and I got done about 20 minutes before I sent the message, like with the link so we could all record. And I'm like, I was dreading it. And it was like, it just got worse and worse and worse blah 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 and i'm like fuck again this should have been 30 minutes at least shorter at least but anyway with all that shit being said the good and the bad um i'm gonna also give it a uh, uh, no i'm gonna give it a five out of ten simply for the subject matter that's what raises i was gonna give it a four but like simply because they touched on us and again if somebody if anybody hears this or watches that and goes I'm going to look into the Spanish-American War or the Spanish uh, conflict before it was, I don't even know what the fuck it was called, right before we got involved and or the res, the insurrection. If one person, you know, goes into that subject because they watched this or heard us talk about it, that's a good thing because they fucking nailed a topic that nobody else does. So that's why it gets an extra point. So five out of ten. Yeah, I think, I think that's what we always, and I'll reiterate again, it's like, the whole goal of this is to make people interested in the topic. Yep. Not, not, it's fun to berate a film when it doesn't quite hit the mark, but it, the, the goal is to dip your toes in a subject and want to understand it. And if you want to be like, okay, this is wrong, then what's right? Because I'm curious about that. And then that's the end goal is to make right. people understand what is correct, not what is, um, like, don't look at Fury and go, that's an amazing historical piece of history right there. <laughs> right. You know. That's the thing. I personally, and I, and, and I personally like Fury, but. Oh, right. just, okay. But no, yeah. we'll get to that. But like, yeah, exactly <laughs> what you're saying is. I can't wait to have my buddies on for that. Our, our, tank, our tanker episode special. That'll be fun. Right. But yeah, what you're saying, Nate, is 100% true. Like, even with Fury, something like that, I, as shitty as that, that I don't like. It's still like, yeah, go research late war U.S. military, especially tankers, in Germany in 45. Go mm-hmm. research that. Go research what it actually was. Because, yeah, the, the film might get you hooked a little bit. Like Full Metal Jacket might get you hooked on Vietnam and Marines in Vietnam. 
But yeah, we just want you guys to understand our passion. We all have a passion here. That's that's the underlying thing. Yeah. That's why we watch these things and we can pick them apart a little bit. It's like mine's Filipino whores. So well, <laughs> she was really hot. Like I mean, let's. I mean, I would say solid eight and a half to nine out of ten. Yeah, I got at least a Susan B. Anthony for her. You know. Yeah, so. she. <laughs> Maybe I'll get two verses of the song. <laughs> yeah, she's fucking hot though. Like I mean, yeah, very hot. So I agree. Anyway, um, all right, I'll pass the pillow to Mike A. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it is. Uh, <sighs> What else can be said? Um, the, I, I think, I mean, I, I felt it definitely like, you know, the, the fact that it was dragging and all that shit. Um, and I think it's just because by that point we get it, like we get what's going on and there's just really nothing else to do in the movie except just keep going with this. And it's like, all right, come on, let's wrap it up. You feel that way towards the end of the movie. And, um, uh, yeah, some interesting stuff. Uh, I purposefully didn't research it before or after, but I'm going to go research the real stuff now because, yeah, I think it's... That's the one thing that any movie, shitty or not, uh, in terms of war history or history in general, can do that's good, is to get is to introduce you to the subject, like you're talking about. Um, so, uh, so that's one positive. But uh, just, you know, just kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not very... It's just kind of... Eh, you know, it's just kind of, it's not, it's not fair. It's not, it's uh, as they said in Chernobyl, not great, not terrible. Uh, so, <laughs> so that's what I would use to describe this movie. Quote, gold. Let's, compare it, to, let's <laughs> compare it to a fucking yeah, yeah. aviation leak, and a, no. a nuclear reactor exploding. But hey, I get it. It's yeah. Fine. I just wanted to quote good old. 3.5 Rodigy. I just wanted to quote good old yeah. Dyatlov with that one. But, uh. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, not great, not terrible. Um, I'm going to go down the middle, 5 out of 10. Decent. Yeah, you know, to sum everything up, I agree with all you guys. and I'm glad that you kind of see my um, viewpoint for the whole Telemundo kind of, you know, influence. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I remember, and I try to do this. I try to stay in the world of the, the narrative the whole time. Like I'm, I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. I really try not to see how much long I have to suffer. And this was one of those times where I was like, how long? And I was like, five, 10 minutes. It was fucking 25 minutes. And I'm like, wow, like, what are you going to do? Like, what the fuck? We're going <laughs> to, yep. more people are going to die of disease. And then somebody else is going to get their fucking foot cut <laughs> that off. Was, that like, was what, what I are you going to do? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, more takes like, would have oh, been great personally. Yeah. Oh, hey, Juan, you got diabetes. Sorry. You know, like, what the fuck? It's just like, <laughs> it was just so... It was just so meandering and so long. And again, it was just a, it was a disappointment from the beginning. I was like, wow, looks great. Interesting premise. Cool troops. Wow, that's cool. And then it's like, oh, it just slowly falls apart. And, you know, definitely watch it like we've been saying. Really only because it's the fucking only Spanish Moore movie to watch. That's made like, you know, pre, um, or sorry, it's made like, you know, after the Marshall Plan was fucking implemented. Like, you know, everything else is fucking pre-45. Which I, I'd be interested in watching those, like the Rough Riders and stuff, but they're all going to be a product of their time. So it's there's no real modern narrative on it. And it was so cool to have a Spanish perspective. Just very neat, you know, out there. But it just really, it falls apart the more you watch it. And I hope this inspires someone to make a better one. You know, like, let's not beat the Battle of Baldor to death for like the 17,000 time. Let's talk about another narrative 
in, you know, what the fuck um, was that? I had the spring, I had the spring on my arm. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like <laughs> a notification right. yeah. or something. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was like a guitar. I was like, Brian's about to get real deep here. <laughs> Fuck. I thought, I thought someone yeah, right. kicked an Unleashed empty water and can. <laughs> that was well, it's awesome. funny. My eyes went to Nate. I'm like, I'm like, did Nathan see it? I'm going to his eyes. I'm like, he did see it. Right here. You know, it's like, <laughs> I was still like, here. Right I, was, I was doing something on my computer and, my, and I didn't have the screen up, so I didn't see who reacted, so I didn't know what it was. I just heard it go, and my eyes just went. Yeah. It's like when Mike Tyson well, enters the ring. <laughs> yeah right, <laughs> but um no I mean it it, it just uh it's a disappointment you know and <laughs> that's your poll quote yeah yeah literally <laughs> it's, it's just uh this is uh the most disappointing film I've watched since Hyena Road oof and, ooh um, uh, I think you liked it a little yeah. a, a bit less than than I did but oh Hyena Road no 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 you're ta- I'm talking about this movie like. This oh well you'll see I mean but I, I don't know it's just uh I was really looking forward to a cool Span Am war film and I got I was you expecting know, more fucking, too yeah I got what's happening in Mexico City tomorrow you know and like that's not what I wanted but it, it whatever you know it's cool that there is a film that exists about the Spanish American War that's been made in the last twenty years and because of that it's definitely worth a watch. It's worth to have in the background. It's worth to do something with that, you know. And summing all this up, I'm gonna as well give this a five out of ten. And the only reason it gets that is because I really think the cinematography is good in the beginning, and the uniforms are worth it, are worth watching. And you know, there's there's enough of this film to check it out, but it's got a lot of serious problems, and it really just suffered because of that, you know. Um, just again, the more I, I do this, the more I work on my own films, the more I, I want to get into the head of these directors and the, these productions and be like, why? When did you think it would be good that somebody would show up with a machete and just cut a guy's arm off? Like, you know, what what are you doing? So putting all the scores into the computer that will tell us if we ever actually get a good Spanham War movie, we uh, get a rating of 4.75. So it's a muted male, you know, just... Uh, it, I need put it on the I need put it on the make, background. I need to make a range now. I need to make like like three through five is or three through like four point nine is like a muted Mel. Like five is like a whatever scream from whatever movie, and then like a ten is like a patriot axing in a river fucking you need screaming. To, you're gonna need to get faces from his movies that portray oh, I, the, oh that's know. easy yeah i can yeah. do that yeah. you and chris jones can get together and jack off you know, dude i just hi- i just highlighted that recently and i, know, I, yeah, I, I, I want to yeah. get i want him to come back i we need i need to he and i need to go over uh frozen young together because that was forever young <laughs> it's it not forever? called no, frozen young. it's called frozen young it's was forever it young it's not was it frozen forever young? young i i watched it i liked it i just <laughs> forgot i, I remember he young. said that no i remember he said that during <laughs> your guys podcast about? and i was listening to it i'm like it's forever young. young it's not frozen young <laughs> okay well it's, mean the 1980s song it's no amazing. it's mel gibson is like a pilot who gets frozen yes. in the 40s and then gets woken in the 90s he does get frozen the movie's called forever young though that might be why i keep thinking it's called frozen Frozen yes, young, because so it's about him yeah. being frozen. And we had yeah. the same yeah, yeah. goddamn conversation when Chris was here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this sounds like a movie I do not want to watch. Yeah, well, so I exactly. probably would enjoy it more than this movie. You right? need to rewatch <laughs> it with me. If I come up soon, we'll have to rewatch it together. Did he freeze while he was screaming? 
She's like, I wish. And then he wake up still. Yeah. What? Yeah. What was the? He movie? woke up with like you know permanently damaged to his face. It's half blue and white. Yeah. You, What's happening? You, you haven't seen The Rock, right? Is that the movie we have? You haven't seen? I have not. I've only seen the stupid. If I come up, we're watching scenes. The Rock. Together. It's eating through the suit. <laughs> yeah. With the, fucking, with the fucking nerve agent thing. That looks yes. Like a bunch yes. Of yes. Yeah. 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 We need to. We. If I come up, Brian, we're we're watching that. I don't care. We're I love The that. Rock. When when we see Sean, we'll get fucked up and we'll watch that. I love it. And we'll it's, play with Maxims. <laughs> all at the eating, same time. It's eating through the suit. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. You, so, you Mel Gibson fan club can go fuck right off. But hey. yeah. Well, this is well, a, uh, no. This is the Nick Cage part that's of it. A Nick okay. Cage one, All right. Which I know you hate Nick Cage, the, Mike. They, 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 they don't <laughs> intermix, but they do bounce off of each other just a little bit. All I have to say about all this is, you sure to put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> I just watched that not too long ago. Right. Why? Because it's hilarious. Steve Buscemi is great in that. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm oh, a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Just the other night, I watched Battlefield Earth with John Travolta. Um, oh, it's another one of the one. funniest fucking it things. It goes I've ever seen. in the correct uh, file. You know, A, a B, C, D, D, E, F, G. Mike, for I'm, Mike's gonna implode on himself. Let's let's end this. Are we still like? People are going to be listening to this. They're going to be like, <laughs> I'm fucking done with Scuttlebutt. Should we, I don't should we sign off? Goddamn bit. I'm in, I'm in misery right now, all you people listening. I'm so in I was gonna misery say this. right now. If, you, if you're still listening, have made it to this point, thank you very much for your time. And next week, we stay in Southeast Asia as we review Danger Close and talk about Aussies oh. and the Vietnam War. Fuck yes. So okay. hopefully you guys will be there. And for those who haven't made it here, when you see the link, you'll know what it is. So, um, no, yeah. Won't. So, <laughs> so thank you to your t- thank you for your time, and till next time, guys. Thank you to your time. I like. Thank you time. to your time. time. Thank you to your time. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook youtube and instagram pages if you want to directly support our work make sure to check out our patreon all these links are in the description below until the next time scuttlebutt out